Wealth Within offers a range of investment and educational services to help you secure your financial future. Whether you're an aspiring trader or simply want to increase the strength of your portfolio, Wealth Within are dedicated to maximising your investment returns. Hello and welcome to Talking Wealth. I'm Dale Gillam, the Chief Analyst at Wealth Within. This week I was actually interviewed by the, the Melbourne Herald Sun and, and they wanted to interview me regarding what my thoughts were or what my wishes were for the upcoming federal budget next Tuesday. And I thought that well that was an interesting type of topic for them for them to ask me simply because I mean I'm a fund manager but you know, I'm not an economist and I thought, well okay, what angle they wanted to take and they just wanted something a little bit different from my idea about how what uh, things in the budget could affect the share market and, and other investments around there. And I thought, well, why not share it with you on one of these podcasts, sort of some of my thoughts of what I was talking about. And I thought I, one of the first things I, I said to the journalist was I said, I'd love to have a, a deficit that's quite small, not a large one like they're predicting in the media place. I think it's probably the, one of the worst things that Australia do could go into large debt. I mean, I think from my point of view, the, the economy is still reasonably well. I mean, it was proven this week with uh, unemployment figures dropping a little bit. So we are very quite resilient at the moment. And I think to me, I don't want an overreaction. You know, to me, as a lot of the governments over the last few decades that I've actually seen really don't do any long-term planning or real, what I would call real solid long-term planning. A lot of them they do just short-term fixes or putting band-aids on things so it looks quite good but in the term all they're doing is looking to get re-elected and I think that's a problem with some of our of our political system and it happens in America as well is you know we need people who are visionary, people that are looking out 10 and 20 years for the Australian economy and I mean, obviously in Victoria, uh, quite a few years ago, we had Jeff Kennett here over 10 years ago, and he made lots of tough decisions, which weren't necessarily popular, um, but it stood, it pulled Victoria out of its recession and got it going and instead of, uh, put us in good stead for the, for the coming decades as it is. And I think that's what the government needs to do in its budget, because quite often the simple answer is let's tax the, you know, the higher income earners more and give it all to the lower income earners or do something else with it. And that's really not necessarily the best option. It's just an option. And to me, it's more of a default option. Probably one of the big areas that I, I talked about was really the capital gains tax. And I thought, to me, uh, you know, the Australian share market is around about 2% of world economies, but we need more liquidity in our share market. And, and to me, capital gains tax is an inhibitor to that. And I said to the, to the journalist, well, maybe I think we should reduce the capital gains tax on investments and especially on the share market or eliminate it totally like there's no cap in New Zealand. You trade shares in, the, in New Zealand, you don't pay capital gains tax. And the reason why they don't have capital gains tax is simply to increase the liquidity of the New Zealand market. I think it's a perfect idea for here because that capital gains tax is an incentive for a lot of people not to sell shares. And I know I've had over the last six to 12 months, many, many, many people talk to me saying that they didn't want to sell their shares because they would have paid too much capital gains tax. So they didn't sell and instead they've suffered losses of 50, 60, 70% or more. And, um, and I know lots of accountants out there advising people not to sell because of the capital gains tax. Same with financial planners. And to me, that caused a worse sin, if, you can, if that's proper for English, uh, a worse thing, but people lost money simply because of that capital gains tax, and by getting rid of it, it would increase liquidity in our market, uh, and it also would help people increase their net wealth, which will help them retire as a self-funded retiree, because after right now, 75% of people retiring are doing so on some form of government pension, and at least half of those people are a full government pension, so why shouldn't we be helping people to retire 
as a self-funded retiree who are also getting a bad shake of the stick at the moment. They've, they've seen their income drop by half because of interest rates falling away and yet they're still supposed to you know, contribute and you know, buy food and do all the things they need to do and a lot of those people are now starting to go back to work. Another area is, is with superannuation. I think they should lower the tax or totally eliminate on the superannuation. To me, why tax your retirement? Uh, to me, they want people to retire on their superannuation, build that superannuation up. So they should be making more incentives for that to so that people can retire as a self-funded retiree. But what they're proposing to do or what I believe they're proposing to do is take some of the incentives off for high income earners to salary sacrifice, etc., so that then they can pay the... Uh, the $30 a week rise to the pensioners. Now, while I don't disagree with the pensioners getting $30 a week extra, um, to me, they should be encouraging everybody, not just high-income earners, to input more into their superannuation and their long-term planning. But probably one of the big things I think we need to do is to fund long-term infrastructure projects that are going to benefit Australia. Uh, and to me, the simple answer really is a look for long-term things, things like financial literacy for kids in schools. I think that should be in, you know, very much encouraged and a lot more projects on that because I find a lot of people that come to us don't really understand how to read a balance sheet or don't really understand how to read a, a product disclosure statement, um, don't understand their managed funds properly or their credit card, margin lending, a whole range of different financial instruments that people don't really understand how to do. And we all know that 90% of people don't budget simply because they don't really know how to budget. So to me, there's a lot of things that the, the government could be doing. I mean, obviously, we've got to get Australia back moving again and get the economy booming again. But that's going to take some time. I don't think I'll go on too much about it. As I said, we'll know more a bit about it when the budget comes out on Tuesday night. I don't, I don't know the, the Herald Sun newspaper are going to interview me on Tuesday night again. And um, I don't necessarily expect to get things that I thought should be good in it. I don't ever expect the government to get rid of capital gains tax, but it would be nice as for investors and traders to not have to pay capital gains tax because it would boost the property market, it would boost the share market, and both of those things have got to be really good for our economy and for people's ability to be able to retire as a self-funded retiree, which is obviously everybody's goal. Um, but I'll wrap that up for this week, and I look forward to chatting with you next week on Talking Wealth. I'm Dale Gillam, the Chief Analyst at Wealth Within. Take care. Talking Wealth was brought to you by Wealth Within. To learn how you too can maximise your investment returns, call 1300 Share Trade.